This is Music in Motion, a podcast looking at how music moves us forward, backward, and everywhere in between. Produced by the crew at Kilo FM and KRXP FM in Colorado Springs. Subscribe to this series to follow along as we journey through the music of our lives. Hey, it's Summer Justice, and this is Music in Motion. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to get notified of the latest episodes. Give us a review and let us know what you think of this episode on our socials. Today, we're talking with Joe from Nothing Nowhere out of Vermont. And Nothing Nowhere has a new album coming out called Trauma Factory. That's due February 19th. So we're going to talk about that, plans for 2021, and much more. Joe's on the phone. Hello. Hey, how's it going? This is Joe from Nothing Nowhere. Hi, Joe. So good to talk to you. I'm so excited. Oh, me too. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm fangirling right now for sure. (laughs) What? This is crazy. Yeah. I actually first got into you about a year ago when Destruction with Travis Barker came out, and I was like, what is this? And kind of fell down the rabbit hole from there, going through your old YouTube videos and subscribing, and now here we are. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. Full circle moment. Right? Oh my gosh. I have so many questions. But first of all, Trauma Factory, that's coming out very soon. February 19th is like right around the corner. How excited are you? I am beyond excited. I mean, mostly considering it's been, you know, two years since I put out an LP. Um, and for me, coming from SoundCloud and making songs in my basement, I was used to just putting out songs, you know, like the same day I made them. So I've been antsy to say the least. Right. I'm a musician myself and I know that it's not really a struggle. It's just how it is. You know, you upload your song and then there it is for the world to see. So really exciting to see the tracks that you have released on your new album so far. They're so yeah. good. We've played you a couple times on our station. We have this thing called Fresh Fridays where each DJ is allowed to pick one brand new song. And for me, a lot of times it was you with like lights. Loved playing <laughs> lights. And of course, we had to edit, you know, a little bit, but a lot of uh, great feedback from our listeners on that. Okay. Really awesome. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's so awesome. That's so cool to me. I mean, like, I, I think I remember that too. I saw you guys were playing it, and I, you know, I've never really—I guess I'm new to radio, so that was just such a trip for me. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, one big thing that I really wanted to ask you personally, myself, was I noticed when I went back through your old videos and stuff, you really didn't show your face that much, and I was curious. Is that because you were trying to remain anonymous because you were wanting to focus more on the music or what was that about? Yeah, I think it was probably like a mul- like a multitude of things. I feel like, you know, it was, it was a couple of years. I didn't show my face. I didn't show pictures or anything. And yeah, I do think it was largely because, you know, it was like when I'm coming out, like I want to just prove that I can do it without any gimmicks, without any, you know, Instagram fit pictures or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I just... I really just wanted to put out, you know, quality music and see if people took to it. But you know what? I mean, since we're being honest here, I think a lot of it, too, is because it's scary, you know, because if if people know who I am as a person, then, you know, I'm susceptible to taking criticism a little bit more personally. So I think me showing my face like outright and and, and coming into myself like that um, is kind of a liberating moment. And it's like, all right, you know, this is me. Take it or leave it, you know. Yeah, totally understand that. That's why I work in radio, (laughs) because I can get behind the mic and people don't have to know what I look like. But yes, for those same reasons, I feel you on putting yourself out there. The criticism comes regardless. And you eventually learn that everybody's got their own opinion and that's on them. But thanks for answering that. everyone. Right? 
Oh, man. Well, we definitely love seeing you shine in your element right now. So that's awesome. How was your 2020 pandemic experience? Best year ever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like everyone else, it's been super rough. And, um, you know, it, it's just different. It's a different way of life. Um, at first, when it happened, I was really, you know, excited because I'm an introvert. I'm a hermit. And I was like, let's go. Like, I get to do what I'm doing and just uh, nothing changes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what I guess what I, what I did kind of realize is I like having the option to go see someone or to go to a movie or to go to a restaurant. Like, the option was always there. And when you take out the option, I guess it's a little bit uh, more tough. But I think the silver lining with it is it, it's forced me to be a little bit more reflective and, and take better care of myself and really you know, pay attention to that self-care aspect of life more. Yeah, and definitely the mental health aspect of it all, too, especially for those of us struggling before the pandemic. For me, I know it was like super rough. I am too a hermit, so I, I totally understand what you mean by the options of trying to go somewhere. But yeah, yeah totally. I mean, like you got to you got to just keep keep yourself in check and like, you know, make sure you're doing something physical, get some sunlight, um, especially in the winter and, you know, it's freezing and um, you know, I mean, like, I think if you stay, if you stay on yourself and, and, uh, reach out to your friends and family, it's all right. And, and I'm optimistic for 2021. So I couldn't agree more. And what are your plans for 2021? Well, hopefully at some point in 2021, uh, going on tour. Um, I mean, I, I've had dates booked for a long time with a, a little band from overseas called Neck Deep. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, um, hopefully tour and, but I mean, for me, it's, uh, I'm currently building a studio on my land and it's business as usual over here. And, um, I just, uh, you know, I'm just going to keep making music cause that's all I really do. Yeah. Where you live looks beautiful, by the way. I just love how you splice the nature into your music videos. It's just really gorgeous to see. I love that about that. Yeah. It's, it's healing for sure. <laughs> So collabs, to me, they're like the new discovery tool. Like, that's how I discovered you is because I loved everything Travis Barker. So when I saw that, um, that was really awesome. And then I went back and I noticed that you've worked with Chris Caraba, one of my childhood heroes, I guess. I guess I'm not childhood. Mm -hmm. I'm probably his age. But, um, you know, and even Kenny Hoopla. Tell us how the Travis Barker collab happened. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so, you know, like most kids, grew up listening to Blink-182, really idolizing Travis and the whole band and everything, and, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't really know, I mean, I guess someone that I work with, uh, his name's Johnny Minardi, and he, uh, he works with Elektra and Warner Music and all that, and he kind of mentioned to me that, you know, hey, Travis, um, like, has heard your music and he likes it, and then I was like, I kept hearing through sessions that I was doing in studios. They're like, yeah, Travis has heard your music. And I'm like, that can't be true. There's no <laughs> way. That's, that's not a real thing. Um, and sure enough, uh, you know, like one of my managers called me and was like, hey, we got you a studio session with Travis. And, you know, I had to hang up and kind of like walk around my house for a while. I was like, I can't do it. I'm too nervous. What I'm going to, you know, what am I going to say? Because, you know, my social anxiety is really yeah. coming out of me meeting you know your childhood idols is always scary um but you know fast forward uh getting to go to his uh his studio in LA and 
just the nicest dude ever. And, 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 you know, five minutes into it, it's like you're hanging out with, you know, a friend that you've known forever. That's so cool. And then he remixed the Bloodlust EP. That has to say a lot. That's like a compliment right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, if I, I always like trip and I think like, you know, if I could talk to myself from middle school and say, hey, you know, one day you're going to make an EP with Travis Barker, I, I would think that I'm lying to myself. You know? <laughs> well, you definitely deserve it. And another one of our favorite artists here on RxP is Kenny Hoopla. Um, we caught on to him very early on and got to talk with him at the beginning of this pandemic. And we, we've kept in touch with him. So it was really awesome to see you guys working together on Blood. Uh, even your mm. one-take performance. So he showed up to your house. How did you guys work that out with COVID and everything? Oh, we got the, we got the old COVID tests and all that. Um, we had some mobile test uh, company come out and everything. And once we were all clear, um, we got to business we uh just were creating forever and uh it was just you know i met kenny just through the internet um just you know we were kind of fans of each other and we were like hey like let's make a song and uh sure enough we made blood and uh became really good friends after that and just like one of the most you know down-to-earth people and i love to see talented people who are just genuine kind souls as well so i wish him the best and like i'm so excited for him me too i couldn't agree more just his tweets you know talking about how he came from nothing and then you know all the support that he's gotten so i love that you guys both worked together like made my heart so full to hear and see and really appreciated that yeah, same. So, <laughs> shout out to Kenny. Kenny is the man. <laughs> Speaking of collabs, who else would you collab with? Like, who who do you have your eye on? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I've been listening to all types of music, but I, I, I like, I think Kenny was, like, the real, like, just, like, wow kind of moment for me this year. There's a, a younger artist coming up right now. His name's Glaive. Um, and he was really rad. I got to do a little session with him. Um, I think he's going to be, uh, someone to watch for sure. But honestly, like my favorite thing is just working with my friends. Um, you know, like a lot of my friends are musicians as well. And like, those are my favorite collabor collaborations. Cause at the end of the day, like music is just fun and it's way more fun when you're with your friends. Yeah. I loved that live performance that you had on YouTube with like the colors and like, it was super cool. You playing in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was freezing, by the way. It was absolutely freezing. <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to tell at all. It was well done for sure. So something that a lot of people may not know about you is you're an accomplished and award-winning filmmaker. Uh, <laughs> if your 2020 had a soundtrack, what songs would be on it? Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, 2020 obviously was not uh the greatest um but i you know I, f I found myself listening to probably ingesting the most music i have in a long time um and i, I think uh, you know like something like the monotonous tone of like doing the same thing every day is kind of like you know like film by apex twin mm -hmm. um that kind of just like droning like breakbeat kind of thing is kind of how i feel just like almost like a time lapse of me walking from my bedroom to my kitchen to my kitchen to my studio. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like something like that. Um, 
And then, you know, like I, I, I'm listening to an, an older band based uh, out of London called My Vitriol. Um, and I'm a huge fan of them. And also I've been listening to a lot of Earl Sweatshirt. Um, so there's a track called Nowhere to Go by Earl Sweatshirt that I've listened to a lot. So it's really all just kind of like dreary, <laughs> um, dark stuff. Perfect for 2020. Right. There you go. Well, you've definitely been on my playlist for 2020. And one of my favorite songs, it's Lights. To me, Lights is so real. Uh, lyrically, every time I hear it, I can picture the moment you're talking about. Like, I don't even have to see a music video of like the whole thing playing out. I just love it. So really glad that one's on your upcoming album. Can't wait to put that in my hands and play it for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was that was a really fun one to make for sure. Yeah, Trauma Factory right around the corner. You're about to release that, your fourth LP. Tell us about this one versus your past works. Yeah, so this one, I was, it's really important to me because um, the last LP I put out was Ruiner back in 2018, and um, since then, um, I've gone through a really, really uh, gnarly, just kind of personal journey and kind of almost like, uh, like a soul-searching kind of deal. Um, I had to take a hiatus for a, a while. I had to stop touring for a little bit after 2018 just because, you know, I, I like so many people, suffer from anxiety, and I had to take a step back and really reevaluate and recenter myself. So Trauma Factory is my first album back from sort of me making myself a priority and taking care of myself. And I, and I also think that trauma factory is a, the truest expression of who I am as a music listener and a music maker in the, in the way that it's completely genreless and it really just shows every different part of me. And I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to finally show everyone that. I love that about your work is the genreless thing. Like I, like I said, when I first discovered you with Destruction, I was like, what am I listening to? It's like a combination of things, of the emo that I loved growing up and then like this new stuff. It's really cool how you've done that. I love that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I mean, like I grew up listening to, you know, Sunny Day Real Estate and American Football and all that stuff. And I, in the same breath, I listened, you know, growing up, listening to Wu-Tang Clan and De La Soul and Tribe Called Quest. So I'm just like, let's just throw it all into a pot and see what happens. Love it. Uh, the latest single you've released from your upcoming album is Fake Friend. Tell us about that song in particular. Yeah, so I, I kind of like wanted something to sound like super 90s. Like I've been listening to a lot of, uh, you know, like My Bloody Valentine. And, and I just love the 90s aesthetic. I love the grunge era and Fake Friend was kind of that. Um, so we kind of like finished it. Uh, I have a tree house at my house and we, uh, we, we, we put three extension cords, drug, drag them all the way out into the woods and kind of just like play guitar and made the track and fake friend essentially is just about kind of the way I view it is it's about like social media and a toxic relationship that I have and so many other people have with social media and that it's, even for an, an artist, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's a necessity, but it's like a, it's definitely toxic and, and can be, uh, a negative aspect for sure. So that's, that's the fake friend for me is, uh, my relationship with, uh, social media. There you go. Well, you were kind enough to send us an acoustic performance because probably over the phone wouldn't have really, uh, translated as well. So I'm going to play <laughs> that for our listeners. Killer. Head in the soil, brain in the clouds 
carousel as I'm spinning around and around and around. And I thank you, time is on me. I was surprised to see that you not only recorded that for us, but like probably on the same day you did your one take (laughs) and they were both different. And I really appreciated that. Like, that's super cool of you. You probably were sick of playing it over and over, but really awesome of you. Thank you. No, you know what? I mean, I, I would give anything to, you know, play a song every night on tour again. So I'm happy in any capacity to play music and thank you so much for for playing it for sure yeah well i've noticed through the comments and stuff with your fans you've helped so many people through dark times in their lives with their your music how does that make you feel uh it's very surreal and um it makes me you know for so long i wasn't really sure of what what my definitive purpose in life was um and so for me to to wake up and see messages and comments and you know, these really heartwarming um, messages is it it uh it makes me happy and it makes me feel like I'm doing something worthwhile and it and it gives me a reason to wake up in the morning um, because I know when I was younger um, there's so many artists that I looked up to that that did the same thing to me so it's really special to be in this position now yeah to watch it come full circle for sure well you're definitely doing what you're supposed to be doing I love it and I can't say enough about it so trauma factory out february 19th you can pre-order that 
uh, your merch, nothingnowhere.net. I love the jacket. I love the shoes. Really cool. You've just got like the package going on. <laughs> yeah, we try to do it all over here. Well, awesome. I am super excited for you. Anything else you want to put out there? Well, I just want to say thank you so much to you guys for playing my music and thank you to everybody for listening. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm just a normal person with a guitar and I make music and um, I'm just, you know, I, I practice gratitude every day and I'm so thankful. So thank you. Well, thank you, Joe. I am so excited for you, and we can't wait to just watch you soar this year. It's going to be really awesome. Killer. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us on another episode of Music in Motion. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to get notified of the latest episodes. Give us a review and let us know what you think of this episode on our socials. Thanks for listening to Music in Motion. In this series, we'll cover how music moves us, influences us, and changes us. Past, present, and future. We hope you take this ride with us. 